0: 102 springfield's classic rockets 534 and pearl jam with back Stephen, dave and rock 102 wow that almost sounded like it was supposed to be part of the pearl jam song and
1: by the way another clip from that guy there i ruined it <laughs> this clip is what pearl jam sounds like to people who hate pearl jam it's
0: pretty funny we'll get to it a little bit later on all right uh, scott cone will be joining us today too we're talking about all kinds of sports with scotty Oh, I was going to say I want my foreskin back, and then you
2: sked Scott Cohen, and I'm like, okay, great. He's going to be here today. Were you part of that demonstration over the weekend? I was. Wow. No one wants less penis. Yes. No one. Great sign. <laughs> it's
0: really hard to argue with that, really. We'll talk about the circumcision protest that happened in the area over the weekend. It's 535. We're back, Stephen and Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102 and the Tommy Car Auto Group want to fill your summer with cash. Cash?
2: <laughs> hey, it's Carla. Go to rock102.com and sign up for your chance to win. A 102 do- Rock
0: 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 in the Who. We're back, Stephen and Dave and Rock 102.
1: Raining here. Might be raining where you are. Gonna be ending though by about seven this morning. Highs
0: in the low eighties today. Pretty much clouds all day. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by AquaPump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house.
3: Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagels Hollywood Trash.
2: I like when these celebrity deaths like just come in threes mm-hmm. right away so you don't have to wonder who that third one is going to be. Uh, we lost three beloved celebrity old schoolers over the weekend. Uh, Nichelle Nichols from Star Trek. Can't believe this. Pioneer. She was a pioneer. She certainly was. In space. She was well ahead of the space race. She was. Uh, NBA legend Bill Russell and actress Pat Carroll, who By provided th- the voice of Ursula in The Little Mermaid. By the way, if you're wondering who Nichelle Nichols is,
1: she was a on Star Trek. She was? Yeah.
2: I didn't know it. Yeah, I th- really—I I thought she was Chekhov. No, makes you think. Yeah, who knew? Yeah, so it's nice when they when they cluster themselves in in the three uh, at once. I think they conspired on that, huh? You
0: know what? Uh, her role in that uh, in that show was a groundbreaking role. Dr. Martin Luther King loved her. We all loved her. I kind of had a thing for her.
2: Yeah. She was a good-looking lady (laughs) in her day.
0: You're damn right about that.
2: Well, she wasn't a bad-looking lady up until Saturday.
0: That wasn't
2: wasn't her best day. She kind of fell apart. Uh, Metallica met Joe Quinn, who played Eddie on Stranger Things. They did a Master of Puppets jam session together and gave him a replica of the guitar he played on the show. That's pretty cool. That's cool. I did a, I did a wedding uh, for, like, a family friend a few years ago, and uh, it was in this guy's backyard, and he felt, since he was paying for this wedding, that he should be able to hear whatever he wanted. We listened to Master of Puppets six times that night. That's an eight-minute song. I know.
1: Lucky you guys.
2: One Almost one full hour of that wedding
0: was Master of Puppets. All right, I guess. Collectively. But in all fairness. Yeah. That song kicks ass. I don't care care what anybody says.
2: It does kick ass, but I don't know how many times you can hear it in one setting. It's like uh, being here and hearing won't back down uh, 18 times a day. I would rather hear that than butterfly kisses any day. See, I don't know about that. Bob Carlisle was the voice of my generation. (laughs) You're 38 years apart. (laughs) Nevertheless. Nev Campbell paid tribute to horror movies at the uh, in a Red Cross campaign to encourage people to donate blood, among other things. She said 50% of Americans like watching blood get spilled in horror movies. What's scary is that only 3% donate it. What's
0: really scary is this is the first Nev Campbell story you've done in 15 years. I think we might have mentioned her when that other Scream movie came out. Maybe. You know, the latest one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, uh, she seems to be someone that time has forgotten.
2: Uh, Jennifer Garner's beauty advice for her daughters is to not look so much in the mirror or obsess over changes in appearance. She also said there's no need to wear so much makeup or have a constant blowout. Because it doesn't matter what you do, you can keep yourself pretty all your life, but your father's still going to run off with the nanny.
1: Wow, a little anger there.
0: Well, she's got a reason. Yeah, I guess. You hire a good nanny, and all of a sudden, boom.
2: uh, She wasn't quoted as saying that, but I can Ah. see how uh, that might be uh, what her views are.
1: Makes sense.
2: Uh, Where's dad? He's out banging the nanny again.
0: You know, I never figured out how the professor wasn't uh, tying one to uh, to the nanny on that show. Juliet Mills, the good-looking lady back then. What show are you talking about? Nanny and the Professor? Or is that a little bit before your time? Oh, that's
2: way before my time,
0: my friend. You remember Nanny and the Professor, don't you? Never saw it. I know. What? what? <laughs> How did you go through the early 70s without seeing Nanny and the Professor? Mm. I know.
1: I feel deprived. That's why I turned out the way I, I am today.
0: What oh, was the, I got to believe uh, it's more than uh, that. Climb it all on
2: that. Look at look at you two old bags. Uh what did what happened last week you mentioned a cartoon that nobody else heard of and now mm. you're mentioning this sitcom that nobody else heard of? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And you mentioned Nev Campbell, who nobody's who ne- heard of from 20 years. <laughs> That's <So> true. <laughs> We're all even. Uh, Britney Spears finished writing a tell-all, but it won't come out anytime soon because there isn't enough paper. There's apparently <laughs> a global paper shortage, so until it's resolved, there isn't an estimated release date. Well, uh, how the
0: hell long is this book? What? It's not even how long
2: the book is. Even if there's a paper shortage, there's Kindles and digital like releases that you could
0: you could do. Why why wouldn't you do that? People like to own their hard copy, especially of a a, a well-written tome like this one.
2: Uh, On Friday, Will Smith put out a five-minute video where he apologizes for slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. It seems sincere, but it also took him almost six months to put it out. The video is titled, It's Been a Minute, and it has. Actually, it's been about 244,000 minutes since the Oscars, and here's a few highlights from it. Will says he didn't apologize to Chris in his acceptance speech later that night. Because he was fogged out and fuzzy and wasn't mm. thinking clearly.
0: Yes. Fogged out. Yeah. And fuzzy.
2: Yeah, I, I could see, uh, you know, with your wife's steam coming from her head, you'd be not able to see anything else beyond that. Uh, That's because it
0: took six months to get Jada's yeah, permission to probably. apologize? Probably.
2: He says he has reached out to Chris, but uh, Chris, uh, Chris's people say he's not ready to talk about it, and when that time comes, Chris will give him a call. Will directly apologizes to Chris, Chris's mother, Chris's family, specifically Chris's younger brother, Tony. Will says he had a great relationship with Tony, and he realizes it's probably now irreparable. He says Jada did not tell him to do anything to Chris, and she had nothing to do with it. She didn't have to. The look on her face said it all, <laughs> and he got up and said, you know what, I am not. I have to like take care of this guy because uh, the punishment I'm going to get later. <laughs> is worse than what a, a slap to the face is child's play to what i'm facing at home if i don't do something will uh, apologizes to his fellow nominees and to everyone really he says quote there's no part of me that thinks this was the right way to behave in that moment i'm sorry isn't really sufficient he also says he's human and he made a mistake and that he's quote devoted and committed to putting uh, light and love and joy in the world mm. uh krish has surely seen the video too but he hasn't directly addressed it He may have indirectly at another show in uh, Atlanta on Friday, about 12 hours after the video was released. Chris said, quote, everybody's trying to be an effing victim. If everybody claims to be a victim, then nobody will hear the real victims. He said that the day before Hmm. because I think this was anticipated that this was going to come out.
0: But, hey, Chris Rock's still doing pretty well for himself in light of everything. Uh, Listen, I, I was there in Boston the night or two nights after he got slapped in the face. Yeah. People aren't walking away from
2: Chris Rock. No, no. At all. If anything, Will Smith uh, gifted this this man millions of dollars in his future. And that's your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102.
3: and now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger wood-fired Grills.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'm no expert on criminal law, but it always seems to me that if you were the victim of a crime, the police would be your first phone call. Maybe you call the FBI, or perhaps you would contact an attorney for legal advice. All I know is that in the entire history of criminal justice, nobody has ever said, you know what? This case is too complicated for us. Let's contact the NFL and see if their investigative unit can make any sense of this case. Case in point, while nobody in the criminal justice system was able to charge Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson with the dozens of sexual assault cases against him by at least 24 licensed massage therapists, it will be the NFL who will be announcing their findings of their investigation later today. League will also be the one who will announce what sort of discipline he faces. Granted, Deshaun Watson has settled most of these cases out of court, including three more of them over the weekend, but that doesn't mean he's not guilty. It simply means that he's the. this is the only way for him to get out of this mess is to write 24 different checks. And since none of these women will be getting justice that they deserve otherwise, a settlement is likely to be the only kind of justice that they're going to get. Thank goodness for the NFL, whose investigative power and resources must rival that of some of the finest minds in criminal justice. I would almost put Roger Goodell up there with Sherlock Holmes, Columbo, Kojak, and Angela Lansbury in murders he wrote. Because how else can you explain how they can find out the truth better than a room full of qualified and highly trained detectives? I certainly can't figure it out, and that may be the reason why c- the crime busters of the NFL have never tried recruiting me for an investigative position, because I would think I would be every bit as qualified as anyone else in that office. But apparently, I would be wrong. But hey, you know my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Bits and Blades, Big Sale at Rockies, DeWalt and Irwin drill bits, paddle blades, impact ready screwdrivers, and more. About time to replace those dull bits and blades. Don't miss the August bits and blades sale at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, so That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's classic, classic. rock. Two Springfield's classic rock at 6:13, and Boston with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Yeah, we have
1: rain in the area, but it's gonna subside mid morning this morning, and then give way to mostly cloudy conditions later on with highs in the low 80s.
0: Uh, later on this morning, Scott Cohen will be here talking about sports. We'll probably spend some time talking about the late, great Bill Russell. Also, Dave Martin, uh, he is the author of a book called The Tequila Diet, and uh, we may be drunk in tequila by the end of the show today. Nice. We should be. I don't see why we couldn't. Still early. Is there a package store open yet? Uh, Not
3: yet.
2: Dead. You know, I just saw uh, the ad on TV for, uh, for Play Now. It's a toy store out in Westfield. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Remember, uh, Costanza worked for uh, Play Now Industries. <laughs> oh. oh, there you go. Yeah, and uh, and I had been over there uh, when it opened, because uh, it opened like almost during the pandemic. And it was a great place to go because you could buy. It's like it's like all these like uh, puzzles and games and stuff. Ooh, where, nice! Uh, for kids, it's not just like you know uh, crappy
0: cheap toys. And right. ad-
1: adult uh, puzzles and games. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they have adult games there Ooh, too. You I'm can go. it. Uh, yeah, love that you, the-
0: you want like a jigsaw puzzle of naughty no. bits and
1: stuff? No, no, no. But you know, my my folks do love jigsaw puzzles. I, I don't I don't like that stuff. But I like like you know the the, the par- party games, word games. Uh,
2: I don't know stuff like that. Yeah, Those like stuff. spin the bottle, that kind of thing. Oh yeah, if you can get the right group of people. Do you ever play Cards Against Humanity? Yes, I have. The first time I played that, I won in like immediately. I could like, see it, like, you first... being very good at that. Yeah, yeah, I could and, see uh, that. yeah. and and I won, and then mm-hmm. I, I pretty much schooled everybody, and then I was like, "See you later, bitches. I'm going to bed." Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was at this beach house we, <laughs> we had all rented with a bunch of people. That's the way and, to do uh, it. Yeah. Walk walk away while yeah. you're ahead. That's right.
1: So this Play Now place must be like a competitor because I know we talked about how what is it Macy's now that have uh, Toys R Us coming back inside the Macy's stores? Yeah, so- you
2: know what? No, nobody's going to bring back any competition until KB Toys is back oh, online, and I'm yeah. going mm-hmm. to make sure that happens. Mm-hmm. Or KB Toys. Yeah. Oh. I don't have those anymore.
0: They don't, and I also don't think that uh, them going back into Macy's, who is also kind of on of his, I <laughs> not only his last legs, but he, mm. it's hobbling around. Yeah. I don't know if uh, putting uh, Toys R Us in there is going to save him.
2: Yeah, Jeffrey the Giraffe is also uh, working in the men's cologne section.
0: Yeah, Dickie the Giraffe at the Big is in better shape than Jeffrey. He, he absolutely is. Yeah, Jeffrey has no money. It's, it's true about that. Jeffrey's bankrupt. That's it. Uh, what else we got going on?
2: What about your poo tank? What happened with that? Oh, okay. Let me uh, <laughs> let me
0: back up. So uh, ha! I see what you did there. Back up oh, a, yeah. That's a yeah. d- That oh, was yeah. unintentional. But oh, yeah. it, but now that you brought it up, that it sounds like in- a genius. <laughs> we'll give you credit for that.
2: That was pun intended.
0: Um, <laughs> we did not get to the pumping of the tank this weekend. Got a kind of a late start on Saturday. And, and we figured, well, you know, do you want to spend the entire time you're there pumping out sewage into a tank you've never used before? Yeah. And the resounding answer from both of us, my wife and I, was like, maybe yeah, maybe not. Now, I'm going to be on vacation uh, next week. That would be a good time to do it. Got yeah. plenty of time to kind of ease my way into that raw sewage. Um,
2: I'm just looking at the uh, forecast for Vermont. Is it northern or southern Vermont? Southern. All right. So uh, uh, what's the name of that town?
0: Reedsboro. Reedsboro? Yes, it is. What's the exact address? I can't tell you that. All I can tell you is that- You can't or you won't? I won't (laughs) tell you exactly. All
2: right, so I'm looking at the uh, the weather. Hey, you got uh, you got uh, 90s next week uh, and humidity.
0: Fantastic. Uh,
2: perfect days to empty a crap tank from oh, from your motorhome. Yeah, motor that's going to be. You
0: know, what what is uh, they saying going to be the hottest uh, muggiest day of the week? Uh looks like Thursday of next that's week. That's the day yeah. I'm doing Well, wait a minute. Now, you're not going to need to empty it
1: that quickly again unless you failed this weekend.
0: Well, again, um we're, I'm a very regular individual. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not likely I'm going to fill it up while we're there in a course of a week. But, you know, in like another three or four weeks, I may have to do it again. Mm. But I, I watched all the videos mm-hmm. uh, multiple times. I watched what could go wrong. Yeah. I watched, you know, what to do when you get to the dumping station. I watched how you clean the thing out. I think I am as good of an expert as anyone who has never done this before could be.
2: You know, you might as well try it because it's going to it's going to be something that saves you money in the long run from mm-hmm. hiring somebody to come out and suck
0: this thing out.
2: Well, it was 75
0: right. uh, bucks per service. Yeah.
2: Mm. Most most people who own these RVs and motorhomes know how to do all this stuff. There there there's and they laugh at the people who don't know how to do stuff and hire people like you. I know. But uh, you know what? You got it now. You might as well learn how to do everything you possibly can to save yourself some money. Wait a
0: minute. Did you do it or not over the weekend? I think I said I didn't because we ran out of time. Got oh, there, got there too sorry. Late. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. We're going to do it next week oh, when, okay. we, have, when oh. we have more time to okay. play with. Okay. Now, I got a buddy yes, of mine who's got- gonna... but did you empty the tank? <laughs> let me, uh, me stake this one more time. Okay. <laughs> We did not empty the (laughs) tank. We ran out of time. Mm. We got uh, a late start on Saturday, and we didn't want to- You procrastinated. Come on, man. You don't really want to do it. You don't feel qualified. Come on. Dave, can you really blame me? I mean, really. (laughs) Yeah. Can can you really say, oh, yeah, Mm. no, Bax really wants to get into this. Mm. All I know is that the system we got, this Mm. rhino poo trap or whatever the hell it is, it is designed (laughs) to be mess-free. Okay. If you do it right, yeah. yes, if you do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if yes, mm. if you do it the correct way, yeah, you shouldn't have any real exposure to anything going into that tank, even cleaning it out and everything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it is designed uh, to be, uh, you know, like filth free. Now, I'm still gonna wear uh, you know, the big rubber gloves up to the elbow. You have to, yeah, absolutely. Um, I do know how to attach the hoses to it. Mm-hmm. I know how to untach uh, de- detach the hoses. Shouldn't be that difficult. You know, I mean I'm not a total moron. I mean I I can <laughs> I can figure out most things. Like for example, we had a water pressure problem up there on Saturday. I fixed it easy just a little bit of sediment in the uh, in the hose i was able to clear that out all by myself which, nice. without having to call a man without having to call or you know, impose on a friend your brother in law my bro well my brother-in-law is not going to drive up there but you know we got a friend uh, two doors down mm-hmm. and uh, you know this guy's a handy fella in fact he's letting me use his trailer love that band two doors down by the way it's great right well this is actually that's three doors down <laughs> yeah, this I is know. this is when they were <laughs> first starting <laughs> yeah i know before they got the, that third door yeah. but uh, he's going to let me use his trailer and so mm-hmm. I'll be able to hoist the tank onto the trailer and then right. drive it to the dumping station. Nice. Yes, yeah, so it's all going to work out. I see. Oh, okay. Fine. So, okay. So how'd you
2: work that? Uh, how'd you work that plumbing problem? Did you use a Langstrom seven-inch uh, Gangly
0: wrench? Well, I did uh, with the Finley sprocket. Well, I did uh, take, pull out <laughs> the uh, the Kingsling manual. <laughs> oh, I said sprocket, not socket. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just a matter of. Uh, Taking the hose on, un- detaching it from the uh, from the unit,
2: uh-huh.
0: uh, clearing it out, Some running it for a few seconds. Cleary,
2: yeah, but clearing it out, how? Did you have to like run water
0: through it? Is that what you did? <laughs> what do I? What do I got to give you a refresher course over here? Yes, of course. I ran water through it for for like a minute or. Something. And all it needed to just just needed to be cleared out. Just a little sediment from the well. That's it. Yeah. And the water pressure was low, but as soon as I fixed it, it was like blasting out all over the oh, place. Look at it. Look at you.
2: Look at you. uh... Doing things on your own, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, congratulations. You know
0: this this whole camping thing, if you want to call it that, I think has the potential to turn me into a real man. <clears throat> so it to speak. could. You know, YouTube has been uh, has been so
2: valuable uh, in learning how to do things. Yeah, you know, one time I had this uh, I had this lawn tractor that I bought a plow for, right? Like one of those little uh, mini plow blades. And uh, it came, and uh, the instructions, uh, like, I put it together the way the instructions said, and it wasn't right. And you go on YouTube, and this guy showing you how to put it together, and he says, the directions are wrong. And, it, and he shows you where the thing is. And as soon as I fixed that problem, the thing was fixed, and it was done. Mm-hmm. It's
0: amazing what you can find out from, yep. from some of these experts online. I'm telling you right now. Uh, yeah, I got a guy uh, text me. Hey, did you uh, empty the tank uh, last weekend? <laughs> no, let me explain this to you. I ran out of time. I'll do it next week when I'm out there for a couple of days. Um, so why did you not empty the tank again? We got a late start. Date. Oh, okay. It would have taken a couple hours to uh, to take it, to, to clear it, to dump it, to bring it back. Likely We ran out of time. Likely excuse. Did anyway.
2: you but did you empty the tank?
0: No, let me explain this. <laughs> uh we simply ran out of time. <laughs> okay. But where does the poo go? Mm. Into the tank. Right. But where does the poo go? Into a dumping ah, station.
2: I gotcha. All right. So what did
1: is- you do with all your extra time that you had, by the way, since you ran out of time? We
0: relaxed. Okay. it you know, believe it or not, it's been uh it's been quite a week last week. You know, there was a lot going on. True. A lot of, a lot of uh, a lot of things to process yeah. a lot of things uh, going on can, yeah.
2: can you really relax or is that there's that little lingering anxiety going you know it was three quarters full two weeks ago
0: how full is it now <laughs> that was the only tense moment yeah. of the weekend it was I, was like, saying, uh, I know it with <laughs> th- yes sir yes sir we're th- Three tanks full. (laughs) But, uh, you know, am I going to be able to contain myself long enough to not have a problem? Have you checked, by the way,
1: does your tank have enough capacity? Huh? Capacity to handle all the poo? You know?
0: You know what what I'm saying? What what do you think you're talking to? A total amateur? Mm. Uh, A a neophyte here? What do you mean? I mean, I know... That a thirty-five gallon tank mm-hmm. can hold thirty-five gallons of
1: of uh, of filth, or do we need to find some other place that can hold the capacity that you guys
0: produce? I, I know what you're trying to tie together there, okay. Dave, and and I, I applaud hard, you for your no. effort. I I'm truly, trying, truly do trying hard over. But we're here. now talking about me here, okay? <laughs> and right now, it's going to take a few minutes, be, mm-hmm. uh, take a few days before I'm ready to get in there, mm. elbows deep. All right. All right, I like how you're gonna be looking at all the stuff coming out and going. Hey,
2: when did we have corn?
0: <laughs> we June. Have, we had corn last
2: year. Yeah, June of <laughs> 2021. That's a backup.
0: It's 6:24. <laughs> We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's 626 with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102.
1: Uh, highs of about uh, 80 or 81 today with clouds, mostly, and some rain subsiding this morning.
0: Today I Learn brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you train it or not. And now it's time for Today I Learned. Back Steve and Dave,
2: Rock 102. Uh... Today I learned that Jimi Hendrix wrote his classic song, The Wind Cries Mary, mm-hmm. following an argument with his girlfriend, whose middle name is Mary, mm. after she cooked him lumpy mashed potatoes. Well, that would be the basis for it. What's the, uh, say what the girl's first name is, like
1: what it would have been, what the wind would have cried had he used her first name.
2: Uh, Barbie. Barbie. And The with Wind Chris Cries Barbie. Barbie. Yeah, I mm-hmm. blame Uh <laughs> Kathy is her uh, her okay. first name. Okay, uh, and the wind
0: cries Kathy. I think that would have been fine, yeah, but Mary is more. Uh, I don't know. It just flows better, more universal. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. nothing wrong with the name Kathy. It's mm-hmm. a it's a proud, uh, you know, substantial name. But uh, you know, Mary could be any number of things.
1: It's too bad it wasn't Karen, and then we would have had the earliest no, but... version of
0: a bad reference to that name. All right, but let's focus on the important thing here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, screwed up the mashed potatoes. Yeah,
2: I know. You know, uh there's a guy who have really had a trouble swallowing and uh keeping things down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like vomit, for example. Right, he had right, a real right. hard
2: time with that. Yeah, uh he he just he couldn't he couldn't quite
0: grasp the lumps of the mashed potatoes
2: and get them yeah. down his throat. He needed it more
0: pureed. Maybe like a, he had a, like a swallowing issue. You know, yeah, that does happen from time to time. And you could cobble a, but a lump of potato back there. Forget no. about it. Uh, you, there's no getting it out of your throat. That's the truth. And
2: uh, and and that is today I Learn. We're back, Stephen Dave, on Rock 102.
1: Coming up next in the news. Nobody wants less penis. Stay tuned to Rock 102. That's straight
0: sorry We're back, Stephen Dave, on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Romande. Gary will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Time to catch up on a few
1: police blotter news items before we get to the other juicy news of the day. A Northampton man is facing several charges after allegedly fleeing a traffic stop and crashing into a house. Where, police? Their Where, police? police saying an officer tried to pull over an SUV with Florida license plates. Well, of course, Florida. Speeding was occurring on Church Street around 9 p.m. Thursday, but apparently the driver allegedly tried to hide something inside the vehicle. Then the pursuit took place on West Main Street, where it ended after the SUV crashed into a house. Now, nobody inside the house was injured. The driver, identified by police as 37-year-old, Dominique Gary of Northampton allegedly ran from the scene but was arrested a short time later. Loaded gun was involved. Officers were able to recover that out of the vehicle. Now, Dominique, wasn't that the singing nun? Dominique Nika Nika?
0: I think you're right. I think that's what the right one. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's
1: the same person. <clears throat> she was back in the sixties. She was a big hit.
0: I now, think. uh, you hit a house. Yes. Did you at least lay on the horn? Doesn't say. Well, the house uh, didn't have time to jump out of the way. Well, I don't know that. Doesn't say so in the story. The story. It could be the the newsman was not specific. Uh, The house uh, could have been at fault for this. Will be when the insurance company gets in. That's
1: right. Police explaining that Dominica Nika Gary was released earlier this year on drug-related charges out of Berkshire District Court and had an ankle monitoring system due to that release. Oh, boy. My, mm. my God. It so he's facing worst. all sorts of charges for, you know, yeah, that kind of business, uh, violating the, you know, ankle bracelet business and the okay. gun charges and the drug charges and the motor vehicle-related charges. He's
0: being held on $50,000 bail. Nice place like where doesn't deserve this kind of thing.
2: That's a nice ankle bracelet. Oh, did that fall down there again? Ha! Huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Chicopee police need help in a couple of different crimes. They're seeking help in finding a person that used counterfeit cards at a Marlboro Home Depot. There's pictures on the Chicopee police website if you can help out with identifying this person. Chicopee police telling Western Mass News that this man used a counterfeit U.S. passport card at the Home Depot in Marlboro and made... Over $3,000 in purchases to someone else's account. Damn. The counterfeit card had the victim's information on it, but had a photo of the suspect. Again, there are pictures here of the passport card and the suspect pushing the cart full of stolen material through the Home Depot. They do not appear to be the same person. If you look at the passport photo and the guy pushing the shopping cart Full of merchandise.
2: That uh, guy seemed to be a completely different race than the person that's actually pushing the stuff out of the uh, cart. Right? Yeah. I mean, they're not even close to resembling each other, Steve. Well, you know, I mean, this just goes to show you how you you can't rely on your Home Depot employee to uh, vet people from using your identity. If you show your ID, do they really look at it?
1: Right. Because clearly, the guy pictured on the passport card is... An African American, whereas the guy pushing the stolen merchandise Mm. with the cart, probably not
0: an African American. Probably not. No, he doesn't. He doesn't look like an African American. Well, you know, I once used a fake ID. I I know that's illegal. I'm not supposed to uh, admit to something like that. Mm -hmm. But I once used a fake ID in my youth of a guy who was six foot two, blonde hair, blue eyes. Now Mm -hmm. I think you guys have seen me. You've seen me on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Many of you listeners probably have uh, seen me about town. Mm -hmm. Do I look like a guy that could pass for six foot two, blonde hair, blue eyes, and rail thin? No, not at all. It worked like a charm. Wow.
2: That's because somebody wasn't paying attention.
0: Or no. they just didn't care
2: enough. They just wanted your money. They knew you were underage.
0: Exactly my I, point. He they had just, an ID on
2: him when he came in here. I don't know what to tell you. And yeah. these
1: are just drinks. These are just beverages yeah. as opposed to $3,000 worth of stolen merchandise at a Home Depot. Agreed, but nevertheless, well,
2: still a, uh, it, they're still uh, goods and services. Uh, this goes back to my uh, my story back from uh, January when I went to a Home Depot um, because I was meeting this contractor there, uh, the guy I know he was doing some work for me, right? And he's like, all right. Well, we'll go to Home Depot, and you and you can buy buy the stuff, and then uh, you know, and just pay me later, and you know, when I do the labor stuff. I was like, okay. Well, I get to Home Depot. I don't have my wallet on me, mm. but I'm like, oh, maybe I can just use Apple Pay, you know, on my phone. Sure. Figuring I can just. They don't have the technology at Home Depot. To they uh, don't they don't. Mm. So I, uh, I, I said, well, what, can I get a Home Depot credit card? Uh, and she's like, well, you, you need your ID. And, and, and I said, well, I don't have my ID. And she goes, well, do you know your license number? And I said, yes, I do. So uh, they ran all my information without checking an ID. So if it's that easy to do that because I was convincing enough to this person that I could be trusted. Right. What is to stop anybody else from using your information to take out anything else in That's your name? Very good question, Steve. Yeah. Very
0: good question.
2: Chickabee, uh, Chickabee
1: police are also seeking the public's help in identifying another fraudulent criminal. And there are pictures of this guy captured on security cams at multiple citizen bank locations trying to access someone else's account using a counterfeit New Jersey license as opposed to a U.S. passport in the other story. Police said the card had the victim's identity on it, and the suspect's picture of the suspect last seen entering a black Toyota sedan with New Jersey plates. Now, get this. The
2: passport guy? Mm-hmm. That the passport was, said the guy was from New Jersey. What's going on with uh, people uh, trying to imitate people from New Jersey?
1: Right. Um, unless they had conf- they're conflating the two stories there, Steve, in the Western Mass News reports that we're seeing here. Because it looks like the same line. Now, I don't know if they meant that
2: or if they're just confusing
1: the two stories. But in either well, case... Well, no, this
2: guy had a car with jersey plates yes. on it. The other guy had a passport with the jersey address
1: Right, it. yeah, you're right, yeah. Um, so anyway, there's a picture of this guy, too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't look anything like... The, they have one picture, like the inset picture of him. Mm-hmm. He's all bald and kind of looks like Eminem a little bit, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, but the other pictures, he doesn't look like that at all. I mean, I know he's wearing a ball cap and a mask, but he still doesn't really quite look like that guy. I don't know. Who mm. knows? I don't know.
1: And some protesters in West Springfield on Saturday holding up signs reading "Nobody wants less penis, and I want my foreskin back." Yes, that
2: I agree. Wholeheartedly, I agree. Really? Do you want you you want your foreskin? back? I want back? my foreskin back.
0: Hard really? To, hard to attach it though. I don't know. Once you once it's gone, it's gone. I believe that was a song by the great Conway Twitty.
2: <laughs> I want my foreskin back.
1: I want to hear that.
2: Um. Yeah. I saw, I was alerted to this over the weekend uh, that this was going on, and uh, somebody had sent me some pictures of this, and I'm like, "Are you for real? Like." But then the more I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? That is genital mutilation. Sure, it is. You're taking away uh, something from somebody who does has no choice uh, or say in that matter.
1: Yeah, but do you really need that extra skin there? And I've heard that it causes all sorts of uh, health issues. Yeah, it's hard to clean. here's the thing, Dave.
0: Yeah. You, you, I don't know if you're aware of this. Mm. There is a there is a product out there uh, called soap. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if you use it uh, and, uh, you know down there, well, you can keep that thing as clean as a whistle. It's interesting, though. It's, it
2: actually is an interesting argument, if you think about it. I mean, this was a little over the top with the bloody crotches and the, you know, yeah. walking around uh, looking like they had just gotten their circumcision done hours ago. Yeah, they were dressed
1: all in white <laughs> yeah. and had mm-hmm. the blood stains on the crotch
2: there to accentuate their protest. And, and see, that... that I kind of I kind of agree with that. Like, you know, why we're the only country that really does this? I mean, you know, I it's think, like eighty five percent of the babies born in the United States have just have circumcision. If I, you go to Europe and things yeah. like that, they don't
0: do it. Obviously, in different uh, you know, in, in in certain cultures, it is a uh, you know, it it is a uh, it is a tradition. You know that you know, like at a bris, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, okay, you know, I've been to my share of brises, one and uh, Deep the tip yeah uh, that was all i needed hey. that's all i needed but you know i mean really it's you know you say is, is it necessary well that's like saying well is your pinky necessary i all mean right. you, i mean you got it it's part of your body you know it's supposed to be there it's like why do you have nose hair well mm-hmm. it serves a purpose a very important purpose so well, you know who are we to say does your foreskin matter well i so, say you know what leave it it does so steve wants his
1: back you want yours back as well Dave, yes or no? Simple question. I would like
0: not only that, I would like a larger turtleneck.
2: <laughs> <want> a large, <laughs> yes.
1: I want something that looks more like a vest. I, I'm comfortable with the way I it, I am. Otherwise, you look like a Sharpay down there. You know, I mean, there's so much extra wrinkling and skin going on, you look like a Sharpay. Well, this really seems to bother you. Yes. I'm fine with the way it is. So you guys have made it clear, your stance.
0: Yeah. I... I I'm fine the way it is by the it's, way, to me, it doesn't matter to me, it's just like uh, you know, okay. if you're if you're doing your due diligence this- uh it it shouldn't it'd be like anything else you, 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 like if you had a gun, yeah. you want to clean it every now and then, although it does save life. did you hear about the baby
2: that was born with no eyelids? No, the doctors uh actually used foreskin from the circumcision to construct the eyelids mm-hmm. he's okay, he's just a little cockeyed.
3: Ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> The group of protesters in West Springfield known as the Bloodstained Men. And it was a 13-day protest, it says, to speak out against <laughs> circumcision. Now I don't know if it began Saturday in West Springfield and it's still ongoing, or this was the culmination of yeah. their 13 do, days. do you have video? Uh I, I have audio for well, later th- on. I I don't I yeah. haven't edited it All yet. All right,
0: when we get to, when we get around to it. We'll take a look at the clip. Yeah. <laughs> hey, ah! See where
1: you went with that. It's a nonprofit organization, Bloodstained Men. Now, you know, I, you they know they're talking about the harms of infant super circumcision. Mm-hmm. Let infant. Me, circumcision.
0: Let me, so you had a son. Now, yes. You don't have to tell me what the, you did it with it. I you will. Know, I'll okay. tell you the full story. I'm sure you I'm sure your son would love to know you're talking about his penis on the He radio. won't know. Um, I had daughters. Steve, you had daughters, and mm-hmm. never had to have this real discussion because no. it never really came up. Because we just, you know, mm-hmm. we, I was shooting pink bullets, so it's not it was not, uh, it was right, not really right, going right. to be a part of the conversation. But g- given the choice, you know, if the da- if a, the the uh, if it was asked of me, what do you want to do? I would say, you know what, keep it as is. Don't touch. Don't mm. don't mess with it. That's the way it's supposed to be.
1: Uh, Dash did have a circumcision. Uh huh. And I was there for it, and it was nerve wracking. I-, I watched it occur. And not only did they snip the extra skin off of there, but the guy took a needle and injected anesthetic in there before he went in and did the circumcision. To numb it? Yes. <laughs> and I remember Dash. Uh, that still makes me that. Laugh. Dash cried when that ha- it, just when the well, needle wouldn't you? just when the needle went in. What not, not with the circumcision, and I, I, I do. Diver- he, he goes in there with a knife. All of a sudden, yeah. looks like you got like a single piece of calamari on a plate, right? <sniffs> and by the way, I remember distinctly his little fist squeezing around my one index finger like yeah, that, yeah. very hard. Like yeah. Dad, don't let them do this. Dad,
0: don't let them do this. You're lucky it was only a finger, right? All right. well, we got to
2: the bottom of that. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I could, I could
0: drive a bus through that gap right now. <laughs> well, we're all thinking about the pain that would have occurred. Well, I'm telling you. I, we know is it, is it necessary? I would say no. It's all like right. wearing a hoodie without the hood part. On exactly. Yeah. The... What's the point? be like a mock turtleneck. Right. It's 6.43 with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.50, excuse me, 6.52 with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Don't be uh, turning back time over there, Cher. I, uh, I'm i going to try not to turn yeah. back time.
2: Uh, it's going to be uh, rainy all day today with a high of 81 tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 89. It's 69, Giggity, in downtown Springfield.
1: So a little follow-up on the Bloodstained Men and their 13-day protest over circumcision in West Springfield that occurred on Saturday. Um, This song is pretty good. I just checked this on YouTube, and it's clean enough to play. And it's a a parody done by a Filipino dude named Mikey Bustos. And it's done to the famous Sam Smith song that I think was a hit maybe two or three years ago, Stay With Me.
2: Mm -hmm. You probably know this one. Yeah, it was the one he was sued by Tom Petty for.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's similar to that. But this is Circumcising Me from Mikey Bustos. All about Filipino circumcision. Here's a clip. It's pretty funny. And the video is good too if you want to check it out and follow along on YouTube.
4: Yes, it's true. After this, it will hurt to stand. But I need to do this to become a man. My mom says I'll grow taller when I complete this Filipino tradition They're circumcising
5: me Because I'm in
4: great 3 Like they've done for centuries They're circum so I see me. It brings so a other,
1: to my eye. I know there are machetes in here. There are women biting into bananas. Mm-hmm. I mean, l- listen, this is pretty good. <laughs> right. Six fifty three on the <laughs> Wacky Zoo one hundred two morning show. Let's go take a look at that mass hat out there. <laughs> Funny you should mention that, Steve. Here it is.
3: Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment.
2: If you want to crown them, then crown their ass.
3: Here's today's mass hat.
0: Now I'm putting together a Spotify playlist of this busto fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to look
1: this guy up. Uh, By the way, I I will post the video on the Rock 102 Facebook page because it's damn funny. Okay, and I only played a portion of the song. It gets funnier in the middle. All right, so anyway, on to the mass hat. A woman in Tarpon Springs, Florida, charged after she attacked a deputy while in jail, 23-year-old Jasmine Cecilia Levesque, saying she punched an officer, quote, because she was bored, according to the arrest
0: documents. Hmm. Well, that'll certainly... uh That'll certainly take up a good part of your day dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you punch an officer right in the suck. It's gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be detained for a little bit. She was previously arrested in Tarpon Springs by police
1: in Florida after she stole over two thousand dollars in beauty products
2: from an Ulta beauty store. Well, she saw the curtains hanging in the window in the evening on a Friday night. A little light shining through the window lets her know everything's all right.
3: All right. <laughs> okay. It's the summer
2: breeze that makes me feel fine blowing through the jasmine in my mind. See, your name's Jasmine. Yeah. I, know. Yeah, I took yeah. that and uh, went with it. That's
1: and welcome done. back to
2: the 70s with Seals and
1: Croft. And <laughs> That's On Rock 102. He's kind of got
0: you on that one. Oh, though. Hey.
1: It's coming up on 656 with back Steve and Dave. Uh, coming up next, we've got the 102-second sports, and then we got Scott Cohen to talk more sports, including Bill Russell's passing. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Rock 102.
3: And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Fired Grills.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, by the time the great Bill Russell retired as a player from the Boston Celtics, I was only three. And frankly, at three years old, I wasn't allowed to stay up late enough to watch the man play. Apparently, my parents thought that enough is enough. It's time to put this kid to sleep. Nevertheless, despite the sort of parental negligence we're talking about here, I have chosen to move past it all after many years of therapy. Asking myself, why did my parents prevent me from watching the great Bill Russell in the twilight of his brilliant career? To this day, I have no answers. And nearly 53 years later, I think I would still prefer that. I, I think my parents would still prefer that I shut up and go to bed. Over the weekend, Boston Celtic legend Bill Russell died at the age of 88. Now you youngsters may see this as just another old guy passing away, but I'm here to set you straight because Bill Russell wasn't just some old guy to play at basketball. Bill Russell was, and still is, basketball's greatest champion and arguably one of the greatest players of all time. Now you may say, but Paxi, better than LeBron, Kobe, or Michael Jordan, to which I would say, yes. Get a lot of these numbers. From 1956 to 1969, Bill Russell won 11 championships. 13 if you count the two seasons coaching the Celtics. How many does Michael Jordan have? Six. Same thing with Kareem. Kobe Bryant only able to cough up five. And LeBron doesn't even come close with only four. A 12-time All-Star, a five-time MVP. And oh yeah, he also won two NCAA titles with San Francisco. Now you might suggest... That Bill Russell played in a different era than those other guys. And to compare him to Jordan LeBron is somewhat unfair, to which I would respond to say, by saying, Why don't you shut up and go back to bed yourself? An old man is talking here. Listen, believe what you want, but back in the day, there was nobody more dominant than Bill Russell in the Boston Celtics. You've all heard about the Celtics' mystique. That mystique began the very day Red Auerbach found a way to trade Ed McCauley to St. Louis during the 1956 draft to get Bill, uh, Bill Russell which may have been the biggest day in Celtics history. Period. And so, do not discount the greatness of Bill Russell, because the man deserves your respect. But hey, and of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The ego-battery-powered lawnmower, so light and maneuverable, so quiet you can mow with one hand and talk on the phone with another. And while you would look like a dork doing it, ego-mowers are light, quiet, and gasoline-free. Get yours today at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view... For- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 710. And Stevie Nicks back back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Yeah, it's going to be pretty nice
1: weather today. Cloudy, some rain sort of subsiding during the morning hours, and kind of cloudy for the rest of the day. Highs in the low 80s.
0: What a pleasure it is. Hey, we got our foreskin back. There you go. The foursome, the, the foreskin foursome is yeah, back. You're either foreskin or against it.
5: <laughs> just the just tip. Uh, just the tip.
0: Yes or no, by the way, for you? Yes. Scott Cohen is in the <laughs> studio, and I've um, already learned just
5: more about you than I ever cared to learn. Yeah, I mean, you figure all this time we've known each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the... I mean... Y- Dude, it, it's you got to get that thing clipped off. It, if un, un, if not, it's uns, it's unsightly. Really? Ugh. really?
0: Would you uh, would you toss a guy out of bed for something like that? <laughs> well, Listen, <laughs> if you ever talk to a woman,
2: penises in in general are unsightly. They it are. Doesn't really matter. They are. So, uh, yeah, the
5: male body is really. I don't. I. I, I mean, it's a nightmare. Is it, what it is. It's and it's like things, hair everywhere.
0: All the things that go on from head to toe. Ugh. Men
5: are disgusting. You know, I got to tell you, when I uh, uh, when I was um, uh, Living in Springfield, I worked out at the JCC, and uh, you know, great facility over there. You know, and I mean, mo- not all, but most of the guys there—they're they're Jewish, and you know, they're—they're they're, you know—they're Middle Eastern, mm-hmm. right? And you know, it's like you go into the locker room, and I, I never—I never needed to shower. I would just go in there, weigh myself, go work out, and then I would go home and take a shower. So there are like guys our age walking around mm-hmm. completely naked. Right. And you're just like, oh God, put something on. I bet I bet you almost regretted pulling up a chair. Oh, to watch just, too, it's right? just yeah. brutal. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, the male the male body is just like, ugh. Oh. So, but anyway, yeah. Get it. So, Is right. this a sports segment <laughs> or not? It's, it? it's just so, it's, no, <laughs> oh, it's disgusting.
0: Well, that's why, that's why I think we should all stand in support of these guys. You know, let that, it shouldn't be a childhood decision. It shouldn't be a decision made before a, as an infant. It should be something you should say as an adult. You know what? I could do, let's say, uh, let's take a little off the top.
5: But again, and it's like <laughs> I just, I said earlier, a, a bunch of, it's really, it's really not about us. I mean, you know, when it comes to your wiener. It's you know it's a it's about it's about the women. No, it's so it's your wiener. No, it's it like your wiener. No, no. Yep. We right. can we can talk more about the uh, big protest
1: in West Springfield over circumcision later. Yeah. Including, I find this interesting. I have rates of circumcision
5: by country,
1: and it's not what you think. It's very interesting. We yeah. can get to that a little bit later on. All right. All
5: right. So and so anyway. Anyway, the big news. What am I doing here? The big news today. Uh,
0: Bill Russell dies he at the did. age of 88. Yes or
1: no for him, by the way.
5: <laughs> I, don't, just, I don't know uh, I,
0: I, I, I really don't know um <laughs> most people today who don't have any real perspective of bill russell yep. will say oh just another old guy dying no to put him into a historical perspective yeah. there was no player in maybe nba history that was maybe more dominating or important than Bill Russell was in 1956 when they got him from St. Louis after the draft.
5: Yep. This is um, when you, you know, the, the big thing that, that that's happened in the past 24 hours when we heard that Russell passed away, all of a sudden, you know, was who was the, who was the greatest athlete in Boston uh, pro sports history? And, you know, and really when you get down to, to talking about a subject like that, it it, it comes down to, to your age, um, you know, like you just alluded to. For men, I use that term all the time when, in sports, you know, for men of a certain age uh, who know about Bill Russell, he 11, 11 championships, 11 as a player, as two, a player, two more as a coach, yeah, two as two as a coach. And, you know, I mean, that that is, in the annals of history, that is unprecedented. But if you sit there and have the conversation, you know, who's, who's the alt? I think, you know, Ted Williams is probably considered the greatest New England athlete. They've, you know, they name, why did they name the tunnel after Ted Williams and not Bill because, Russell, because they didn't think naming it after Joe Sambito was going to be good enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know Ted, Ted Williams never won anything. No. Um, you know Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr is the other guy that comes up in the conversation. You know he he what Orr did. He was an electrifying player. He changed the way. The NHL defensemen played. They became offensive defensemen. Um, Tom Brady, you know, he's the other one in the conversation. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is, if uh, if Seattle didn't screw the pooch on the goal line, uh, Tom Brady would have one less Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Bill Russell is by far the greatest athlete that has ever stepped foot on a court, rink, field in in the city of Boston. Hands down, it's not even a conversation. Well, and definitely the best defender of all time in in the NBA. The the great thing about him
1: and current players should watch video of Bill Russell defending and blocking shots. Because the tendency these days is to swat the ball into the third row, he kept the ball kept in the bu- play in when play. he play. blocked
0: a yes, shot. Yes, he did. I I, uh, I posted a video today that I stumbled across. This is uh, I don't know what year this is from, mm-hmm. uh, but it's uh, <laughs> it's unbelievable. He he grabs he grabs a a rebound, a defensive rebound. He brings it all the way down to the court. There's one defender in front of him, and what he does is he jumps. Over the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is, I mean, the guy's probably like 6'3", 6'2", yeah. And and Bill Russell jumps over him and lands like the sweetest layup you've ever seen. Right. It was like, that's the kind of thing that he would do over and over and over again. He, Just complete domination over both sides of the floor. Yep. And whenever you hear about the Celtics' mystique, it begins the very day Red Auerbach trades for
5: Bill Russell. Yes, exactly. That's,
0: that is where it begins. And... It it also shows you the kind of genius Red Auerbach was because they weren't expected to be that to be able to even draft a guy like they that. were not. In fact, they were lower on the draft. And they, he was the number two draft that how do, that year, right? How, you know, how does someone pass up pass on on, on Bill, Russell? Bill Russell?
5: He's he he won an, an Olympic gold medal for the United States. He won two NCAA championships at San Francisco. You know, eleven. NBA championships and and you know and and the thing of, and he and he became a a seasoned and respected broadcaster with mm-hmm. CBS you know during uh, the 70s and, and early 80s, I mean this guy's done everything and never mind what he did on the court you know his involvement in the civil rights movement and all and all of that which is well documented this he was he was a, a renaissance man on and off the court and again. The greatest athlete to ever, you know, put on a pair of shoes or whatever yeah. in the city. It, there's not, it's not even a discussion.
0: Dave was re- reviewing some uh, audio earlier, and there was a, an audio piece from, I don't know if you're playing this later, from uh, Now Hear This. But it was uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar talking about Bill Russell, you know, who arguably could be maybe number two or three of mm-hmm. the greatest players of all time. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely in Awe of Bill Russell. We can play a portion of that if you want now, quickly yeah.
1: if you, for Scott. If you, if you got it, it's a, yeah. it's a pretty cool clip. Here it is, starting with
0: Jabbar honoring Russell.
4: He's the one that defined excellence in the NBA, taking the game to a whole other
3: level. The best defensive player to ever play basketball. The most intimidating player that's ever played this game. What a block by Russell. When you played against him, you had to play your very best to have a chance. He understood the game at a higher level. Bill Russell. That's incredible. He was a brilliant tactician. He made the players around him better. Bill Russell is just a great winner. One of the most unprecedented runs that sports has ever seen. Another duel in that crowd. The 11th title in 13 years. I mean, he doesn't even have enough fingers. you the standard
1: that nobody can beat, and it starts with Bill Russell. Everybody from contemporaries to current players to broadcasters
0: paying uh, homage. 11,
5: 11 titles in, in 13 years. Yeah. I mean,
0: you were asking about the uh, the circumcision protest. That's... That's where ring number 11 went. (laughs) It would be be for me. Good one, (laughs) Maxi. I'll be here all week. (laughs) But no, I mean, that that's a it's it's remarkable. You, have you ever get a chance to meet him?
5: Of course. yeah, absolutely. many times when I you know, was doing television in Boston and you know, uh, perfect gentleman, uh, approachable, uh, and you know and 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 I, I've had con you know, it's not I mean, it's not like I'm sitting here, you know, uh, Bill and I went out for a drink or anything. Don't get me wrong, but i I've been around him and and had conversations with him about uh, things other than basketball. And, you know, he you know, I went back to the civil rights thing. Um, There's you're probably going to see if you're watching ESPN, say, in the next 24 hours, you're going to see a a photograph with Muhammad Ali, uh, Lou Alcindor, James Brown and and Bill Russell. And it came from it was called the Cleveland Summit. Uh, It happened in 1967. It was when Muhammad Ali Uh, refused uh, military service because Mm -hmm. of his, you know, um, you know, being um, being a Muslim and they all all of these uh, prominent um, black athletes got together in Cleveland and um, James Brown put this Cleveland summit together and these black athletes, many of them who had served in the military, they were trying to rally support for Muhammad Ali and many of them were against what he was doing because they they were military men and it you know it was it was Russell Brown Ali and Lou Sender and all these other guys and when the thing was over they all came out in support of Muhammad Ali and those, these guys were the iconic sports figures of the 1960s. So yeah. again, he's made his mark on the court and off the court, uh, the all-time best.
1: And even collegiately for the University of San Francisco, to who he put on the map, and put on who you map. never
2: heard from again, except for Bill Cartwright
1: yep. for yep. those brief years.
5: Exactly. Yep. He's one. You know, again, one at yeah. uh, one at every level.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, if you go on the uh, the Basketball Hall of Fame's a, uh, Twitter page, they have. All of these tributes that they have retweeted from, you know, major NBA players Mm -hmm. uh, towards Bill Russell, which is uh, is saving them from last week when they wished Carl Malone a happy birthday. And uh, the oh. comments, yeah, yeah, Uh-oh. I know, and they're like, uh, the, w- the comments here are going to go well, and then I encourage you to go read some of these because it's <laughs> yes, it's Car- like
5: Carl Malone and Bill Russell yeah, are not synonymous it, with says, uh, each other.
2: He likes thirteenth birthdays yeah. the best. <laughs>
5: <laughs> go do the research; you'll, yeah, you'll figure uh, it out. See for yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, hey, listen, it's it was, not like the Basketball Hall of Fame has ever done anything to
5: their good, good it's got, it's They've had got, a good it's week. They've had good weeks. <laughs> have been a tough seven days to those yeah, guys I over would there, hasn't it? So. Well, six days. I didn't say anything until Tuesday. And hey, <laughs> by the way, uh, con- you know, congratulations on on all of that uh, last week. Uh, it was, you know, watching it from afar. It it was with the Mayflower Marathon just absolutely incredible um i think it's uh it's a testament to uh to uh, everybody here and everybody
2: uh, in the community every yeah. everybody in
5: the community um just the, you know the 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 power of of the of the show um uh, what you guys have done all these years just uh, i thought it was great backs well thank you thank yep. you
0: I, I appreciate it and
5: well deserved
0: well th- thank you but again you know it is it's it's the community's event more than it, it is yeah. ours and there's all there's a lot of other things that uh, that are still probably going to be talked about this week uh some pretty interesting stuff but you know we i have got some- my
5: money my money is uh it's going to happen there again you think I think they're
0: going to they're going to change their mind.
5: I think so. I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, again, we are, there are oh.
0: there are meetings out there, and there may be discussions uh, that,
5: that take it away from the Hall. All right, and I said I put I would put my money on that. Um, sports betting is now legal in Massachusetts. It was one of, I guess there was a midnight deadline yep. last night um, for um, for the government, state government. Yeah, it was
1: end of session, uh, end of right, July, end of
5: session. Yesterday. Right at the end of the session. Yep. So we're going to be, uh, guys are going to be able to bet in Massachusetts we couldn't do that before.
0: Mm-hmm. It's uh, good to see you. Good to see you guys, too. Scott Cohen with Back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. I guess there's Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Noonan Energy, serving Western Massachusetts for over 125 years. NoonanEnergy.com. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. You're looking for something a little extra in your paycheck, thanks to Governor Baker.
1: Bay State taxpayers getting more money in their bank accounts thanks to a rarely used state law. The 1986 law requires taxpayers to receive money back based on the state's surplus revenue. Governor Baker making that surprise announcement for Bay State residents late last week announcing they'll be getting a tax rebate check due to a significant surplus in state tax revenue. How about that? There you go. We all getting it? Everybody getting it? You know, apparently, um, the details are being figured out here. Um, The Baker administration officials predict it will be about a 7% return on what you paid in 2021 state income taxes on an average salary of 75,000 that would be like 250 bucks a person less if you're making less than that obviously more if you're making more yeah this is only the second time that this tax rebate law comes into play the first time was 1987 the year after the law was passed
0: i will be damned we could all use a few extra bucks in the pocket mm-hmm. I like surplus
2: was that, yeah, so Better than that, Sir Minus. Other surplus was that part of the rainy day fund?
0: Is that how they do I don't that? No, no, that's that's a that's a different fund. And even though it rained this morning, it's not that that's not part of it. No, this can't is use like it they today. they took too much. Now they're giving some back. Usually they take too much and they keep it, which is what states really like to do. Chicopee police
1: are searching for two different guys on the lam. One of whom was hitting up Citizen Bank locations, and the other of whom was at. Home Depot in Marlboro. So, the first case of the guy going into multiple citizen banks locations and trying to access somebody else's account, he was using somebody else's ID, the victim's identity on his card, with the suspect's picture on there. The suspect was last seen entering a black Toyota sedan with New Jersey plates. There are pictures of him on the Western Mass News website. The other guy was using a counterfeit U.S. passport card at the Home Depot in Marlboro to make over $3,000 in purchases to somebody else's account. That counterfeit card had the victim's info on it, but a photo of the suspect. Anyone with information on either of these guys is asked to ask to contact Chicopee
0: Police. Yeah, you're not supposed to uh, hack into people's accounts. Or have better <laughs> fake IDs if you're going to do yeah. it hey did you guys see uh this well movie? it was actually a pretty good fake ID since he got away with it I yeah, guess, right right have you guys seen this thing on Netflix called uh, the most hated man on the internet yes yet? did you see it yes I've seen no.
1: well I haven't seen the whole thing I've seen I, I started watching it yesterday freaking
0: unbelievable yeah this is a guy named uh, Hunter Moore he uh, he owned this website it was a revenge porn website mm-hmm. this is this goes back to like 2011 2013 somewhere in between those uh three years and it was uh, it was a, a revenge porn website in which he would post uh, pictures of people who uh, posed naked and then associate their Facebook and uh, social media platforms along with it. But what they found out was this guy was hacking into people's emails and taking pictures uh. that were never submitted online. Mm-hmm. They were just, you know, in your emails or, you know, whatever. And this guy was getting He was ruining people's lives. And it's the story is un-freaking-believable. And the way they caught this guy was really, really cool. That's a, That was a good series. Yeah. That's like Only like three episodes, but it's really good. I'll finish it then, because I started
1: it yesterday, and it yeah. looked pretty
0: interesting. it's real interesting. All right. What a scumbag this guy was. All right.
1: Another guy with uh, similar credentials, a Northampton man facing several charges after where police... Where police, They're police. They tried to pull over the SUV that the guy was driving. He had Florida license plates. Of course he did. The driver, identified as 37-year-old Dominique Gary of Northampton, ran away from the scene but was arrested a short time later. There are pictures of him on the Western Mass News website as well. And a man arrested for urinating in public at an MBTA station early Saturday morning in Boston was a wanted fugitive, charged with assault and battery and fraud. Transit police in Boston saying that approximately 1.55 in the morning Saturday, an officer on patrol at the Ashmont station of the T was alerted that a man was taking a whiz on elevator doors at the station. Well, he had to. Yeah. He served
0: from uh,
1: mycetasis. No? Isn't he? You know, yeah. especially at 155 in the morning. You know, it happens to me when I'm
0: trying to sleep overnight. Yeah, Many times, yes.
2: Isn't that a requirement to do with the MBTA uh, station, is urinate somewhere?
0: Well, they can't arrest everybody right. who's urinating on the walls.
1: The officer said even though he told the guy to stop, the guy continued to relieve himself without regard for anybody else. 57-year-old Gerard Burton of Boston had several arrest warrants for assault, and battery and fraud and dangerous weapon usage and other
0: issues now, as well. Now, hold on here. Mm-hmm. The cop is telling him to stop. Is there any one of us that could just plain stop? Don't you think you just got to finish yeah. what you're doing? I mean, you can't just say, "Oh, hold on a second, let me just put it all back." Well, isn't it dangerous too to try and stop midstream like it that? It is. You can get like a like a, a, uh, like a UTI yeah. or you know something yeah. worse. Yeah, you sure. don't want you don't want to get that. No, but UTIs for a guy who's 57 can be very dangerous. Applebee's is selling its own line of lip gloss
2: called Saucy Gloss. Ooh, something crappy for your lips that you can take with you all the time. Not just going to a one-off visit at Applebee's. <laughs> the Saucy Gloss tastes like chicken wings and comes in four
1: flavors. Their chicken wings yeah. don't even taste like chicken wings. <laughs> you can get Hot Buffalo Saucy Gloss or Sweet Chili Saucy Gloss or Honey Pepper or Barbecue Saucy Gloss. Each tube of the chicken wing tasting lip gloss sells for 18 bucks. $18. 18 bucks. Dollars. Or you can get all four. For $65. And they're using the tagline,
2: taste my face at Applebee's. uh, Who is the marketing person at this place? (laughs) Who is the one that says,
0: this food is good? Well, there's got to
2: be someone
0: who believes that message. Well,
2: if you, I mean, I can see people's reasoning for going there. Mm -hmm. And because one of the excuses that I heard was that people who can't afford to go out out to restaurants? You yep. know, it's a cheap alternative. It makes you feel like you're going out and uh, you know socializing uh, with the family at dinner, uh, kind of talk, thing. You're talking about
1: specifically yeah, for and, Applebee's, And, and, okay.
2: and yep. people, you know, okay. with this economy, mm-hmm. it's not like people have money to, to blow on on, on high priced restaurants. Mm-hmm. So uh, they they go to Applebee's because it's cheap, uh, but it's not good. So I don't know why uh, it's being promoted as being good. You know, they should be like, we're good enough.
0: We're okay. Yeah, we're okay. When all your other options are exhausted. Applebee's. will be there for you.
2: We're not friendlies. <laughs> So I think what their slogan
1: before was "It all good in the neighborhood" or something like eating that. Eating good in the neighborhood. So maybe you should be eating okay in the neighborhood. Yeah, I don't
0: think you're really. Doesn't rhyme. You but... really should just be eating in the neighborhood. <laughs> okay. You know, why? Why? Why attach a qualifier to it? <laughs> it's coming up on
1: seven forty two with back Stephen Dave. Coming up next and now hear this: a lot more on the local protest. Against circumcision that took place over the weekend. Yes, we have a sound clip for you and some clips from members of Saturday Night Live making interesting predictions and an online candy shop that will pay you a hundred thousand dollars a year for your services. All that straight ahead and now hear this on Rock One O Two.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 748 and the Rolling Stones with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Rainy today with a high of 81. Tomorrow,
2: sunny with a high of 90. at 69, Giggity in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, if you haven't, uh, you haven't had a chance to listen to the whole show, like you were busy, like in the shower or you know, God knows what you do, you can check out the Daily Podcast. It'll be available after 10 o'clock today on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Spotify or on rock102.com. Also, backs these musical podcast this week. Uh, my guest, the legendary Fritz Fox from the band The Mutants. Really cool interview. They got a new album out called Curse of the Easily Amused, and it's available starting right now on rock102.com. 749 right now.
4: Now
3: hear this. Now hear this. It's just the normal you hear me? You're only
2: hearing what you want
4: to hear.
3: Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning.
1: Clip number one from Western Mass News. Their cameras were rolling when a group of protesters in West Springfield took to the streets on Saturday with their message about circumcision. Holding up signs like I want my foreskin back and nobody wants less penis. The group known as Blood-stained men, and they were dressed in white with crotches stained with fake blood to accentuate the protest. It's known as a 13-day protest. I don't know whether this is the start or the end or the middle of the protest in West Springfield over the weekend, but uh, one of the protesters spoke with Western Mass News here is David Atkinson talking about the campaign.
5: The foreskin's a normal, healthy, valuable part of the human penis. And we do not want future generations of children to suffer the same act of violence that was inflicted on us when we were too young to defend ourselves.
1: There he is,
0: David Atkinson from the Bloodstained Men. Well, there you go. See? He's absolutely right. What can a young child do to protect themselves? You know, they, they don't know what's going on. All of a sudden, snip, snip, and you, uh, it's gone. So given the choice later in life and Yes, and, uh, of course. So now yeah. it it is a more complicated procedure when yeah. you're an adult, but yeah. at least you you can decide for yourself.
2: Uh, yeah, you know, uh sans the uh the, uh, the wacky protest signs and the uh, over the top uh, costumes that these folks were wearing. It is an interesting argument.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know? Absolutely. It's a it's a moral one at that. Do you or do you not? Are you taking the sensitivity away from somebody's sexual pleasure years down the road? Yeah.
0: Now, again, if, it, you know, culturally, uh, you know, that's uh, that's what you do, then that's uh, that's perfectly fine. But, you know, for, for everybody else, you know, I mean, uh, a little input would be good, you know? I mean, I would, I mean, I'd want to, f- you know, sign some release forms or, you know, at least get some, you know, have, uh, you know, make sure that all my insurance information is correct. Mm-hmm. I like to refer
2: to the old limerick. You ready? Mm-hmm. There once was a man in prison who performed his own circumcision. With cigarettes he paid and got his own blade, what he should have bought was better precision. Ah. <sighs> skills. Yeah. Yes. That's
0: real poetry right there. It that is. brings a tear
1: to your eye, doesn't it? Clip number two, and Steve alluded to this story in his Hollywood Trash. We had some deaths over the weekend. The woman who played... Lieutenant Uhuru on Star Trek, passed away at the age of 89. NBA legend Bill Russell, passing away at the age of 88. I loved his comedy jam. Bill Russell's comedy jam. Fantastic. And this woman was 95.
4: This one longing to be thinner, that one wants to get the girl, and do I help them?
0: Yes, indeed.
4: This poor unfortunate
1: pat, Car- pat carroll yeah little mermaid 95 by yes. the way it ursula is- the sea witch in little mermaid by
0: it's name. uh it's lieutenant uhura by the way oh did i say it wrong it's okay no big deal but uh but uh yes she uh she played ursula and now she's gone that was number three
1: she's 95 years old
0: makes you think pat carroll the great pat carroll
2: bill russell wasn't a deaf comedy jam
0: no, 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 Steve. You're thinking of Russell Simmons. No, no. You're thinking of that exercise guy. No, 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 Steve. That's <laughs> Richard Simmons.
2: No, you're thinking of that uh, place you can buy stuff uh, online.
0: Uh, no, 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 Steve. That's PC Richards. <laughs> you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of the uh, the transgendered the f- uh, tennis pro from the that's 1970s. That's Renee Richards. You're
2: thinking. Of. No, no. You're thinking of the uh, the chick that was in that Lethal Weapon movie with Gil- Mel Gibson. Is that Renee Zellweger? Renee Russo. <laughs> no, no,
0: no, Steve. That's
2: Renee Russo. No, no, no. You're thinking of the character in The Karate Kid.
0: <laughs> no, that's Denny LaRusso. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, no, no. You're thinking about the big ragu on Laverne and Shirley. I, I don't remember Carmine the name. Carmine Ragusa. Ah, I didn't, you know the, I didn't
2: know the last name. Clip number
1: three.
0: What, I got to carry the show again?
1: Yeah, well, hey. <laughs> Clip number three from an online candy shop named Candy Funhouse. Check this out.
3: We're Candy Funhouse's candyologists. And we are looking for a chief candy officer. You can make up to $100,000 per year.
0: You get to taste test over 3,500 products and become our head taste tester. Anyone ages 5 plus can apply.
1: Folks from Candy Funhouse on their TikTok video offering you a job to taste candy for a year for up to, they said, $100,000 a year.
2: Which what? is just the amount of money and co-pays you'll pay for the diabetes treatments that you'll <laughs> need after tasting candy for I a year. I was
0: going to say, after yeah. six months of that job, I'll right. probably
2: lose a foot.
1: And the dentist payments, too. Don't forget about that.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, really? Really? And
1: and really, they're going to pay out $100,000 for this? I mean, I'd apply, I guess. Sure, it sounds like a sweet gig. Losing my teeth at my age anyway. Who cares? Are you losing teeth already? Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Had a few yanked already. It happens. Clip number four from Kenan Thompson. I think he's the longest serving guy on Saturday Night Live, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. He thinks Lorne Michaels... The executive producer of SNL is going to end things after season 50.
3: 50 is a good number to stop at. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. an incredible package. He has, he will be, you know, probably close to 80 years old at that point. And, you know, he's the one that's had his touch on the whole thing.
0: There you go. Things that sound dirty but aren't. 50 years of running that show. Yeah. Apart from a couple of seasons, you know, where he wasn't there. Right. That's a long stretch for anybody to be working. And at 80, I don't want to still be
2: working. Well, I mean, some people really like what they do. And, you know, for all the people that make fun of that show, saying it sucks, it sucks, it sucks, it's still relevant. They're, they're, you know, we still pass around those clips of, of, of sure. those shows. And I don't think one era
0: was any better than another. I you know, agree. The, fun, the I funny agree. part about it is if you look at yeah. the the early episodes where everyone says, "Ah, oh, those were the brilliant. years," brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. If you look back at them now, yeah, y- you could watch an entire season and not even smile. Well, You're just like, "That's yeah. really not that funny." What are we What are we doing here?
1: Somebody from this generation would watch that stuff and that's not funny. We we actually shared a clip over the weekend. I was at a party with. Friends of mine and family members, and they pulled out the the clip of the um, uh, guys making fun of the Massachusetts accent. Oh, okay. With the car, yeah. the
2: car, the Smart Pack
3: commercial.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. yeah. Hilarious, and that was
1: just and a few I, years ago. And that's
3: what
2: the, that's the thing. I, I, the 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 gist is, oh, that show sucks. Oh my God, I can't believe I haven't taken it off the air yet. Mm-hmm. It has withstood the test of time because of the pop culture relevance that it that it brings. You know whether or not you know there are some really funny classic bits that they have for the show, mm-hmm. but there's also this this ongoing thing when when you have presidents, when you have you know different uh, pop culture events going on. Yep. It, they're not all funny, but no. there there are some that that really do uh, make the cut. And for a show that's been on for almost 50 seasons, you can't really discredit it saying it sucks.
1: My folks watch it every week and they're 80 themselves. Right. They don't miss an episode. Yeah, there you go. There's your relevance right there. And clip number, I think we're up to five. We've played this guy before. His known is There I Ruined It. He's a TikToker. There I ruined it. Mm-hmm. And he presents here what Pearl Jam sounds like to people who don't like Pearl Jam
3: looking through the paper though not,
2: it's something that is never showed on in concrete mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. there you go that's pretty much it right pretty, there pretty close yeah i think adam sandler did that years ago that was <laughs> that was an snl thing there you go he was they were doing one of those like uh remember when they used to do the live aids and the and the and the yeah uh, hands across america all those mm-hmm. ones where they would, uh, all the artists would come together they they were doing a fake <laughs> Like tribute to something, and it was Adam Sandler going, <laughs> It was pretty funny. 758 with back
1: Steve and Dave. That's now here. this. Coming up next hour, we've got the guy who wrote the new book, The Tequila Diet, and straight ahead, the 102 Second Sports on Rock 102.
3: Big Green Egg and Traeger Woodfire Grills.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'm no expert on criminal law. Always seemed to me, though, that if you are a victim of a crime, the police... Would be your first phone call. Maybe the FBI or perhaps you contact an attorney for legal advice. All I know is that an entire history of criminal justice, nobody has ever said, hey, you know what? This case is too complicated for us. Let's contact the NFL and see if their investigative unit can make any sense of this thing. Case in point, while no one in the criminal justice system was able to charge Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson on the dozens of sexual assault cases against him by at least 24 licensed massage therapists, it will be the NFL who will be announcing the findings of their investigation later today. The league will also be the one to announce what sort of discipline he faces. Granted, Deshaun Watson has settled most of these cases out of court, including three of them over the weekend, but that doesn't mean he isn't guilty. It just simply means that the only way for him to get out of this mess is to write 24 different checks. And since none of these women will be getting the criminal justice they deserve, a settlement is likely to be the only justice that they're going to get. Thank goodness for the NFL, whose investigative power and resources must rival that of some of the finest minds in criminal justice. I would put him, I would put like Roger Goodell up there with Sherlock Holmes, Columbo, Kojak, and Angela Lansbury and murder, she wrote. Because how else can you explain how they can find out the truth better than a room full of qualified and highly trained detectives? I certainly can't figure it out. And that may be the very reason why the crime busters of the NFL have never tried recruiting me for an investigative position. Because I would think I'd be every bit as qualified as anybody else in that office. But apparently, I would be wrong. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Bits and Blades, big sale at Rockies. DeWalt and Irwin, drill bits, paddle blades, impact-ready screwdrivers, and more. About time to replace those dull bits and blades? Don't miss the August Bits and Blades sale. Only at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic. Rock 814 and Hart. We're back, Stephen, Dave on Rock 102.
2: It's uh, going to be uh, pretty crappy today. Rainy, uh, supposedly a high of 81, unless the clouds move away. But it's uh, 69, Giggity, in downtown Springfield. We're
1: talking to the author of The Tequila Diet, exploring Mexican food and drink with the world's greatest
2: spirit, Dave Martin, on the phone with us on Rock 102. All right, so tell us uh, tell us, uh, what inspired uh, this, this cookbook to be uh, compiled.
4: Well, kind of where it started is I had gotten back from a trip to Italy and just eaten a ton of pasta, a ton of wine. I just was like bloated and like some pounds up. And so I still wanted to keep imbibing. So I switched my drink of choice to tequila only for about eight weeks, lost 12 pounds. And I started just telling everyone I was on the tequila diet. It started like that. and Then I ended up doing a charity dinner in Sun Valley, Idaho, with Stone Del Rey, a tequila brand that I ended up doing the book with. I pitched him the idea. He loved it and now it's a reality. So now, it kind of started as a joke and you know turned into something amazing. Now
0: let me ask you this David because this is a uh, this is where I uh, where I would stumble with this. If I drink yeah. enough tequila everything I would eat prior to drinking the tequila would probably be thrown up meaning I would lose weight. Is that part of this diet at all any kind of no, uh, no, no purging? No, no no no.
4: No, totally no purging, no purging. It's just about having fun and you know it's a You know, the book is really an homage to Mexico and my love for Mexico, Mexican cuisine, the people, the culture. So it's a combination. Yes, we've got some cocktail recipes, but we have everything from brunch to dessert, mole's, uh, you know, empanadas, like a whole array of oh my recipes, God. And recipes. And then I have the infusion of tequila in the various dishes, even the ceviche. It's used to deglaze in some of the braised meats. It's used in oh. the marinade and one of the skirt steaks. So it's just a way of kind of looking at the spirit and having fun with it and imbibing, but not to the point of purging.
2: You know, I was uh, once on a tequila diet. I lost, like, five days.
4: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, that can happen, too. That's the other tequila diet. Yeah, Yeah. that's a
2: good one.
1: Hey, you were on the Top Chef show on Bravo as well. How was that?
4: It was great. You know, I was part of the OG, made the series happen. Um, It was a great experience. You know, many years ago, got moved to New York. It's been a journey since then. But it was definitely a great launch pad for my career, considering I was coming from tech and moving into food. So yeah, it was totally a great opportunity.
0: Now you, you talk about how uh, that Mexican cuisine is your is your favorite. W- one of the things that, that that a lot of people don't realize is is that there's a good number of of Mexican restaurants in which, or yeah. we assume, is Mexican restaurants where it is not yeah. really traditional Mexican you know Mexican food, and that you know your your, your Taco yeah. Bell is about as Mexican as. As, uh, as your shoe, and sometimes it tastes about the very same, mm-hmm. but real yes. Mexican food is, is something totally different than most Americans are, are used to.
4: That's correct, and I call that, you know, things in that genre, American Mex, and, you know, Mexican cuisine is not, doesn't have cheese on everything. You know, like, when you're in Mexico, in all the different regions, you know, the tacos have you know, pickled onions, things like that, pickled carrots, you know, there are fun flavors and textures along with the protein and the homemade tortilla, but cheese is not the dominant thing. You're not going to see cheese enchiladas. Like, that's not, you know, that's not really how it works. So, that's kind of how, you know, we've, as Americans, kind of dumbed it down. And, you know, it's funny, with 13 years in New York, there's so much amazing food, but really, good Mexican food is something that's totally lacking there. I mean, Chipotle, yeah, that's not Mexican. That's American Mexican and it's fine. I mean, I don't eat it, but um, you know, to your point, it's real Mexican is a totally different style of food than what some Americans have available in their neighborhoods yeah. or that they've been exposed to. Yeah, it's it's
0: completely. all it's it's also about nine times better than what you would normally expect. And uh I mean it's oh, it's a phenomenally complex, you know, cuisine. Like you mentioned mole. You know, yeah. real mole has got like five thousand different ingredients in it chocolate yeah 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 there
4: yeah there there are seven different moles based on the region of mexico so you know there's the mole negro which is the most common one which does have a little bit of chocolate other more others are more seed and nut based they have different colors there's a yellow yellow mole a green mole a white mole so there's a whole array but see again you know when i work with high-end clients and do events and parties. I never really get to cook Mexican because everyone thinks Mexican is like really simple, but I'm so glad that you said it actually is a complex cuisine and the sauces and the masas and all the things take so much work and technique, like a tamale, for example, you know, that takes an army of people to make those because when you do it, it's just so much work. You want to make, you know, batches and batches like they do at Christmas time. Um, But yeah, I, I totally appreciate you saying that it is a complex cuisine. It is not simple and basic. It takes a lot of time and technique to make amazing dishes.
1: We're talking to the author of The Tequila Diet, exploring Mexican food and drink with the world's greatest spirit, Dave Martin, on the phone with us on Rock 102. And do you have a restaurant affiliation now? Are you going to have a restaurant or anything like that? What's next?
4: No, I've been doing a ton of consulting, so I'm more the guy that creates the menu and launches the concepts. Before I left New York, I did an Indian fast casual, a Georgian as an Eastern European. I did Malaysian, so I'm kind of known as a global food expert. Um, French trained, but with all my travels, I just I love exploring the cuisines of other regions because there's so much out there uh, to learn about and you know have fun within the kitchen.
2: You know, Dave, I'm a Juilliard trained chef. Um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Perfect. But, but, you're great on the dance but but, but but actually, you know, from what from what I know of obviously cooking with alcohol, most of the alcohol cooks off in, in the food when you're cooking it. But are, is there any recipes that you have that would probably be uh, you have to warn people before they consume it just to make sure that, uh, you know, if you consume too much of this, you might not want to drive after eating?
4: Yeah, nothing's really done like that. Like there is a little bit in the ceviche, but it's such a small amount. It really works more as, part of the curing liquid. Um, so, yeah, there's nothing. I mean, like, I've got the hatched chili uh, truffles, the chocolate truffles that I've hatched chili and a little tequila, but it's not, in, in none of the cases is it something where, like, you could eat a pound of the ceviche and get buzzed. So mm. it's, it's used in moderation where it makes sense. And, like, we were talking about, you know, it's used to deglaze in a lot of the meat dishes and some of the more complicated sauces, kind of like you would do in using sherry in France using Marsala in Italy, Mm -hmm. kind of using tequila like you would use fortified wines in other regional cooking techniques.
0: Well, Steve's dad used to make a rum cake that you could set on fire. Yeah, yeah,
3: he was... Oh,
4: (laughs) yes,
0: yeah, and he he submitted it to his company cookbook,
2: and uh, you know he told them uh, to not report to work uh, at least twelve hours after consuming this rum cake. Yeah, um,
4: yeah so I have a whiskey cake. But, it's in that same vein. Nice. You ate the whole cake. You might be a little buzzed.
2: And and I'm not really familiar with the, the different types of tequila. Is there a different? Is there one that you prefer over another, or what's the difference between clear tequila and like uh, like a Jose Cuervo kind of thing?
4: Yeah, I can tell you there's there's essentially four varietals. So you've got a silver, which is just distilling right into the bottle, versus Reposado, which you get a little bit of barrel aging, and then you have Añejo, which is even more aging, and then you have Extra Añejo, which is, you know, the grand champion. When you get into the Añejos and Extra Añejos, those are for, you know, those drink more like scotches and whiskeys mm-hmm. because they are done, you know, there's a lot more barrel aging. The price point goes up in terms of the style, Um, For me, I'm right in the middle. I'm all about uh, Reposado. That's what I really enjoy. There's a little aging just over ice uh, with a piece of orange. That's kind of my go-to, but there are so many different flavor profiles for people to enjoy, and obviously so many tequilas in the marketplace today, but I think that Reposado is a good place to start if you've never tried. Silver, if it's not a high quality, that can be a little hot on the palate, but Reposado is a great landing place, uh, I, I think, for, for all people.
1: Now, Dave, your publicist said you're cooking for somebody out on Cape Cod. My folks are renting yeah. a place in Cape Cod later this summer. Could you come on over one night and cook for us, and how much would that cost?
4: Uh, possibly I could cook for you, but yes, it is it is expensive. Nice. Um, but it is doable. Yeah, I'll be in Woods Hole.
0: Well, if Dave calls you, uh, Dave, you uh, Charge yeah. them double, yeah, double, <laughs> triple. Okay. triple, double, D- double. Yeah. So, so can you can you say who you're cooking for, or is it, uh, or your, or is it like a like a privacy issue?
4: Oh yeah, it's a, it's privacy. Yeah, I'm in the Hamptons right now for one client. and Then I kind of during the summer toggle between Hamptons and Cape Cod for just great people. They're not they're they're great people. What yeah, what what's what,
2: what's their name rhyme with? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: Celems. they're not. Oh celebs. man, ah, no, that's too ha, bad. Have yeah. you have they're you cooked? Co- no. Have you cooked for a celebrity at their house?
4: Oh, yeah, totally. I did the Olsen twins' surprise 22nd birthday. Ooh. Oh, gosh, years ago. Uh, ben Stiller and his wife did, like, a charity event at their place. So mm. back before I had left uh, California, I was definitely doing some celeb stuff. Mm. And, yeah, most of them pretty nice people.
0: Very cool. The, uh, the name of the book is The Tequila Diet, Exploring Mexican Food and Drink, We're the World's Greatest Spirit. Dave Martin, great to talk to you. Have a great uh, time this summer, and best of luck with the book.
4: Great. Yeah. Thanks so much. You can find the book and more about me at mytequiladiet.com and chefdavemartin.com on all platforms. Very all
0: right. good. Thanks, D- Dave. Dave Martin with Back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. GG. About 827 with Back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Rainy today with a high
2: of 81. Tomorrow, uh, sunny and hot with a high of 90 at 69. Giggity, downtown Springfield.
0: Wings. We absolutely are crazy over them. And if uh, you like wings much, as much as we do, Get ready for uh, the wing thing coming to uh, coming to uh, Forest Park on Saturday, August 27th, brought to you by Dave Minor Exterior Home Improvements and the Tommy Carr Auto Group. An afternoon at the beautiful Barney Estate uh, with wings of all kinds, plus hors d'oeuvres and adult beverages, music from the James Paul Band. Tickets are limited, and it's on sale right now at rock102.com. It's the wing thing tossed and sauced by Log Rolling Catering, Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics. It's Saturday, August 27th at the Barney Estate and Forest Park from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. That's gonna be a humdinger of that's, event. That's a good time. That's a real good time. Wings. We love them. <clears throat> yeah, and you know, when you when you're there and you've bought tickets, you don't have to pay for the wings. They're just there for everybody. Oh, really? I think so. <laughs> don't I hope, say what I I don't. hope
2: so. Well, it's you have to pay for alcohol. You have to, you know, yeah. that's uh, that's that's a chargeable thing. But the uh but the, as, wings, the wings, that's that's included in your ticket price.
0: That's that's why you go.
2: I hope we're giving good information here. Oh, Steve, I uh, I would like to think that that would be included in the price. Mm. <clears> are they uh are they going to set up like tables of wings outside of that mausoleum thing they got going on over there? Um, you've been to this before, right? No, I have been to the wing thing? Never really? been to the wing thing.
0: It's it's under a pavilion, and mm. then you got the uh, like the bar inside. Yeah. And there's a place to sit down inside. Yeah. Plenty of place to sit down outside. Is there enough capacity? There's loads of capacity. Great. I can't imagine Forest Park will kick us out because uh, there's not enough room good. for people to look at the totem pole outside the parking lot. But I think you can you could imagine it is a, a damn good time. And the wings are always good. So there you have it.
2: I was going to say, they have uh, wet naps and paper towels over at the mausoleum thing. Uh, who's that buried there? Is that Barney?
0: Uh, they, uh, <laughs> Barney the Elephant. Yeah. Fred Flintstone. Right, uh, right, right. Uh, Bar- Barney Rubble. Barney Fife. I don't know yeah. which Barney it is. There's a, some guy named Barney. It's 829. News is next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. <laughs> we'll see clouds. news <laughs> brought to you by Gary Rome. Hyundai Gary Rom will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs.
1: You want to wager on sports here in Massachusetts? You probably can soon. So it was the end of the legislative session yesterday, but Beacon Hill lawmakers worked through the night, and apparently there is a deal on sports wagering in Massachusetts because of a compromise that took place. You remember that Senate President Karen Spilka and House Speaker Ron Mariano in recent days were waging a war over contentious components of the closely watched bill, particularly whether or not to allow collegiate sports betting. So they made a little bit of a compromise, apparently. Both chambers are expected to expected mm. to pass the bill and send it to the governor's desk later today, sports wagering already legal in 30 states as well as Washington, D.C.
2: Eric Lesser uh, spearheaded that. That's right. And the ironic thing is, He's not even old enough to place a bet.
0: I think he is actually over the age of 21. Mm, Okay. But barely. barely. (laughs) The the compromise we're
2: talking about when it
1: comes to collegiate sports, betting is allowed on out-of-state colleges and universities, but not those in Massachusetts. There is an exception, though, for Massachusetts schools that are lucky enough to make it into March Madness, and then there would be legal gambling on that.
0: So what about it's kind of uh, complicated. What about to say like uh, if Boston College, you know, plays in a bowl game, can you can you bet on that? I would think
1: you would think that the same thing would extend to the postseason in college football, like you mentioned there. But I I, I don't know. There are lots of clauses
2: in this bill, and it's not a done deal yet. Yeah, we can't do anything right in this state anyway. It's expected. All the, ru- all the rules that we make for anything are. No we don't model off of other places where things have been done successfully. We try to make up our own rules and it winds up
0: screwing it up for everybody else. yeah well i mean i'm just uh, I'm just asking uh, about that because uh yeah, you, know, you know they haven't had a whole lot of luck I ask because Boston College hasn't a whole lot of luck in right. bowl games. They haven't won one since the Quick Lane Bowl in uh, 2016. Yep.
1: But they have done well in the Frozen Four back to when Tommy Cross of the Springfield Thunderbirds played for that team in hockey. So you yeah, think it would but, extend to
0: that as well? But that's hockey. Yeah. You know, like, you know, college football, you know, there's big money in college football. There's not as much money in college hockey. Right. But it's, you know, and since, uh, you know, it's it, they haven't had great luck in a long time at Boston College in bowl games. I'm just saying... If I were to place a wager uh, on Boston College, I might go against the other team. If that if that were the case, all
1: right. And some of the other controversies beyond the collegiate betting, the chambers were also divided over licensing parameters, tax rates, and advertising limits as well. How much can you advertise sports wagering before it becomes dangerous to those? who might be prone to that kind of thing. We'll be watching and seeing if the bill gets signed by Governor Baker later today. A different than a casino billboard. It's true. Good point. Uh, where police? arresting where, where police? Their police. They arrested a man after a pursuit and a crash into a house. Northampton guy driving an SUV with Florida license plates. There's a combo for you. Northampton man. Florida license plates on an SUV speeding on Church Street around 9 p.m. last week, and then onto West Main Street, and the chase ending after the SUV crashed into a house where nobody was hurt. The place, uh, the police identifying 37-year-old Dominique Gary of Northampton, who had fled from the scene, and then they recovered some guns. He's being held on $50,000 bail. Chicopee police are looking for two fugitives one of whom used a counterfeit U.S. passport card at a Home Depot in Marlboro, and another of whom used a counterfeit New Jersey license at multiple citizen bank locations to try and access somebody else's account. Both are on the loose at this point, and both are being sought. There are photographs captured from both security footage and from previous mug shots. If you want to go check out westernmassnews.com, maybe you can help
2: the Chicopee police Find these two guys. What uh, what was he carrying out of that uh, Home Depot? You know, there, there's he's pushing a shopping cart full
1: of something. Can you look at the picture there, Steve, and see what that is? Uh, I, I, I
2: think that's the copper wire that uh, they were all talking about.
1: Oh, is that what that is?
2: And then he's got some kind of machine or like a leaf blower, like a Toro leaf blower. Oh, on the bottom there. Yeah, still a leaf blower. Uh, still something better than a Toro. Jeez, nothing wrong with a Toro. What about a
0: steel? Well, steal? You'd have to go to a great place like Rocky's Ace Hardware. Well, that's Good what people, I'm Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. And and your you outdoor power equipment headquarters. And then you
1: wouldn't have to steal because the prices are very reasonable.
0: There. And if you use your uh, Rocky's Ace Rewards card, ah. you
1: could
2: find extra savings. What kind of criminal are you that you have to pick the low hanging fruit like the Toro?
0: Uh, again, you know, Steve, uh, I can't, uh, I can't be responsible for everyone making wise retail decisions.
2: What's wrong with the Toro? I, I have no idea. It's like, not that there's anything wrong with it, but it's the lower brand oh, of it? all the other brands well, out there. Yeah, and uh, the,
0: the steel outdoor power equipment is the stuff that pros use. And uh, you will find that those things they last long. They're they're uh, they're reliable. They start easily. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good. You're stuff. Damn right about
2: that.
1: Mm-hmm. Everybody wants more efficient leaf blowers, but nobody wants less penis. That was one of the signs that the protesters were holding up in West Springfield over the weekend. Another sign read, "I want my foreskin back." This was a group of protesters known as the Bloodstained Men. And they wore all white outfits and they had crotches that were stained with what appeared to be blood to protest against circumcision.
0: You know, it's been a while since we've had a uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a doctor here from uh, from Bay State or, or Mercy. I wonder if there's a procedure that actually uh, reattaches foreskin I, I I don't believe there is yeah but where, where it have to be fake foreskin unless you saved your foreskin or you graft that flesh from somewhere else to make it well its still fake foreskin though, right then, it's it, still human flesh
1: yeah, I guess I mean
0: if you uh, if, let's say I, uh, I graft something from my buttocks for another part of my body, it's still human flesh. Is it going to have feeling in it? Well, I don't, uh, I don't I don't, know how complicated of a procedure this is. I would like to think that you th- would have this to have more feelings. I don't think there'd be a lot of interest in that,
2: Bax. You know, I woke up this morning with a bad hangover, and my foreskin was missing again. Yeah? This happens all the time. It's detachable. Hey. Detachable, detachable foreskin.
1: <laughs> uh, by the way, the rate of circumcision
2: in the United <laughs> States
1: yes. is 90%. Not so much in Europe, although the rest of the world pretty much the same people get circumcised all over the world europe not so much
2: genital mutilation
1: <clears throat> that's right i want my foreskin back I'm
0: that's sorry. what they're saying I, I, I stand behind this protest you do you, yes i do why not you know it is it, it's it's the way god intended our penises to be i guess you you know? who who are we to be so i don't know so carefree with his with god's creation I want my foreskin
2: back. Where's my foreskin? Has anyone seen my foreskin?
0: Uh, he's doing a podcast with iHeartMedia.
2: Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. Wow.
1: <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to let that one sink wow, in. Wow. That's
2: going uh, to. Yeah. I'll get some backlash. Yes,
1: that. you will. Okay. Uh, one of the members of the protest group, David Atkinson, shared this statement with Western Mass News. I have an audio clip here from Western Mass News from David Atkinson from the Bloodstained Man. The
5: foreskin's a normal, healthy, valuable part of the human penis. And we do not want future generations of children to suffer the same act of violence that was inflicted on us when we were too young to defend ourselves. There you go,
1: David Atkinson with Western Mass News.
5: Uh, again, a,
2: a little over the top with the costuming and the protest signs. But it's actually a
0: very interesting argument. Should we be doing this mm-hmm. to people? Well, you know, it is largely an unnecessary procedure. And for all the people that say, "Well, you know, it's you know," there's a uh, there's a uh, hygiene issue. Yep. Well, you know, that's why we've invented soap. That's why we mm-hmm. have water and washcloths and towels and and uh, and uh, you know other other products. You know, if you use but- them. Uh, you're probably not going to have a problem with hygiene. Let's take your appendix, for example. Sure. Not
2: appendage. Appendix. Appendix. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is weird. It should be the other way around. around, Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Let's take your appendix, for example. Nobody needs that, but we don't take it out until it becomes like an infected mess. Yeah. So why wouldn't you just wait until something happened with the foreskin uh, until you made a decision with that? it becomes infected uh, okay now it's time to snip
0: snip well it's not like the appendix doesn't serve a purpose i mean the appendix does have a job to do it's just not you know if you don't have it it's not going to it's not going to shut down the whole thing
1: yeah there are other things you don't need either like your gallbladder i had that taken out a few years ago there's some other things i don't need say like a four uh, a four iron mm.
2: i use my four iron i never use the four iron <laughs> could never swing a four iron No, I practice my putts a lot. I bet you did. Saying
1: yeah, as long as we're on medical issues, there's something called an at-home DIY ultrasound being developed by the researchers at MIT. They've created a small wearable device that people. And I'm I'm just reading from the press release here. A small wearable device that quote people with uteruses could use for at-home ultrasounds
3: oh
2: no way no way we already have enough pictures on facebook of the actual birth happening mm-hmm. you want to have a, oh look it's my photo album of my baby it's inside my belly mm-hmm. Good point. this vague takes...
0: outline is a picture of my baby <laughs>
2: look how look how big he's gone in the last couple
0: of months you know have you ever seen i'm sure you've seen the old ultrasound pictures they don't really look like very much. No, you got you got to be yeah. a trained professional to know, well that's the head, that's a foot, that uh, may be the uh, little doodang over there. I keep them out of West Springfield if I were you. <laughs> and then uh, but the, uh, otherwise, I mean, unless you got those 3D image ones, yeah, which not every hospital has that technology. Right. I could barely make heads or tails of w- one of those things. Yeah, it may as well be Elvis or Jesus Christ on that ultrasound. Could be.
2: Although I doubt it. You no, know, I'm dating an ultrasound tech, and uh, I say, well, how do you know what you're looking at? She said, it takes a long time to, to, to study and realize what you're taking pictures of. Mm, right? It, because it's just imaging. It's just stuff coming across. You don't know what it looks like inside of somebody. Mm-hmm.
0: I do like that uh, that warmed-up lube, though. I kind of like that. That feels good. Oh the uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah that feels yeah. good yeah I feel like like a when like, I've had like an echo before yeah. that's
2: uh ooh I kind of like that well How- you get this place over here on uh, North Main Street right here in East Longmeadow it's uh, it's an ultrasound it's a 4K ultrasound place yeah uh, and it says uh, do you got some jelly on your belly <laughs> <laughs> very, which first of all clever I'm surprised Jelly Belly Pools and Spas hasn't sued them and, and secondly uh, that sounds a little dirty would you like a little jelly on your belly. Yeah.
1: The MIT DIY ultrasound device sticks to your body, and the current goal is to create a wireless option, which would send images directly to your phone.
0: Well, that'd be kind of cool, that? I
2: guess. Yeah, again, though. And then, and you know what? People would put filters on it, so all of a sudden you'd have this... Like babies swimming around, and it's got this little mousy voice uh, with with the like oh, the a, voice changer, yeah, the voice changer. Or it's got the you know the one one a couple of weeks ago was a Taco
0: Bell uh, thing right. with the big Mexican hat on. You have any idea how many people are gonna use that that uh, that dog filter from Snapchat on yeah. these things? Yeah. So when the baby opens its
2: mouth, the tongue comes right out of the dog's mouth. That's perverse. Yeah. Now blink your eyes. <laughs> it's eight forty four. We're fast, Stephen Dave. <laughs>
1: And we've got something else to talk about in a few minutes. The latest from Twitter. It'll cost you just four ninety nine a month. Do you want it? We're going to find out what it is and whether or not you want it straight ahead on Rock
2: 102. And Van Halen. We're back, Stephen Dave, on Rock 102. Ah, sucky and rainy today. 69 in downtown Springfield, gavey.
0: Uh Coming up later this week, comedian Marty Caproni will be joining us uh, a couple... Third. Yep, a couple other things uh, coming up this week as well. Maybe some more Mayflower Marathon information. We'll see how the next couple of days go. I promised uh, the latest on
1: Twitter, there's a new feature called Twitter Blue. He needed the money. Oh.
0: oh zing pow.
1: Yeah, and, and it's not like dirty Twitter, although it could be. If it's Twitter Blue, you'd think that maybe it was a little blue, but it's not that. It's their new subscription service. It's now four ninety nine dollars a month for Twitter Blue. New subscribers will be prompted to pay the new amount, the perks of Twitter Blue, an undo button, bookmark folders, custom app icons and themes.
0: You know, uh, I would never ever pay for a cultural wasteland of you know a cesspool. Like Twitter, mm-hmm. under no circumstances would Twitter be worth any money. What you, about what about fa- Facebook? Facebook blew your money. I mean, you know, any any of the, the yeah. social media platforms not worth the cash, right? It's it what yeah you know Twitter may be the worst uh, you know cesspool of them all, but Facebook isn't that far behind. And quite frankly, <laughs> it's not uh, mm-hmm. if it weren't for free, I wouldn't be using it all. There are gonna be people who pay for it though. I
1: guess, but
2: I'm not gonna be one of them. You don't want a blue check next to your name? No, I don't. No. Would you pay for adult-sized baby clothing?
1: No. There's a store in Noblesville, Indiana, owned by a guy named Ryan Polakoff. It's called My Inner Baby. He sells
0: adult-sized baby clothing. (laughs) Like diapers and stuff? (laughs) Onesies? I guess. I mean, a onesie would be kind of convenient in some ways. I don't know if I want to wear one. I guess, you know, maybe,
1: you know, if it was like a slumber party, an adult slumber party. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, was this for, like, people who have, like,
0: sexual predilections? I suppose. I will say, though, that, uh, you know, some some baby clothing is nice and soft and seems very comfortable for the babies. Wouldn't mind something like that myself. A bib? You going to wear a bib? I'm going to yeah. I think we're you know you and I are not that far away from needing a bib. Yeah, it's true. At our age, I think yeah. it's uh, you know.
2: I'm always getting stuff on my
0: shirt anyway. Oh, actually, uh, yeah, I,
2: I would I would wear a bib, sure. Yeah, I bought this white shirt a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be really careful with this. I'm mm-hmm. never gonna stain on it. Within two hours, there was a big coffee stain on it because <laughs> I spilled coffee as I was uh, holding it to my mouth. Yep can never win with
0: that. Yeah, I I've I, it only takes me a matter of seconds to ruin a shirt. Yeah. Mm.
1: Usually it's spaghetti or some sort of pasta with me because there's just no matter how careful
2: you are, there's no way to avoid the splatter. It just happens. Can't, what are you going to
0: do? Can't stop it. No stopping it. No stopping. Can't no be stopped. Stop. They have to stop. I'm starting to eat. I'm finding I'm eating more of my meals with my shirt off. <laughs> is that I mean is that a thing? I mean do, do we get to a certain age where we just eat with our shirt off?
2: You know, I told you last week. I have this friend who does not wear a shirt in living room settings, even with company over. Hmm, really? We went on vacation with this guy, and uh, I wake up in the morning. I come, you know, we're all in this condo, right? Right. I come out of my bedroom, and there he is, uh, sitting there watching his little Fox News show, and uh, he's got no shirt on. Okay. He had just pajama pants on. And I was like, oh. I... Like, I'm glad to see you can make yourself so at home here. We're, we're <laughs> and the day progresses, he doesn't put a shirt on at all. Hmm. And he tells me we're going to the pool. And I'm like, yes, we're, we're going to the pool, but not until this afternoon. Yeah. You need to put a shirt on now. It's just, it's not normal to be wearing, not wearing a shirt, when it, especially when it's not your home. And then uh, months go by, his wife sends me a picture of uh, hey you know because they wanted me to come over to their house for like a like a nighttime gathering but All I right. was working and I couldn't so she sends me a picture of everybody in their living room at nighttime mm. and he's not wearing a shirt what is up with people it, who it, don't wear shirts in living room settings it's just it's upsetting does he have a decent Figure, or does he have a dad bod? It's or a dad bod. Yeah. You know, he's not. Right. You know, he's okay. he's a normal looking dude, but okay. it's, it's not. It, hmm. it, there's something about, you know, to go back to that good naked, bad naked thing. There's good sh- no shirt and bad no mm-hmm. shirt.
0: See, if I'm in my house, I get no problem if I take the shirt off. I usually wear a shirt, maybe an undershirt, or some you know, bummy looking shirt, so I don't mm-hmm. have to worry about. You know, yeah, and, and I need I, to be covered up.
1: I I do, I do too. Yeah, I I just I just do. I don't but, even like going shirtless at a beach.
0: For crying out loud, I usually of. wear like a swim shirt. So do I, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, because yeah. I you know I, I want to I don't want all the chicks at the beach to be hassling me. You yeah, know, I mean yeah. they're all yeah you know, they take a look at me and they say like, how you doing. I, I need it. to be left alone. I'm a married man for crap's <laughs> sake. Yeah, I don't think you have to worry about that. I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't want to take the chance. Why take the risk? But uh,
2: it is a little weird to see somebody who uh, continuously uh, ignores the
0: rules of society. Mm-hmm. You yes. know what else? You know you know what else is uh, I find offensive and really weird and creepy. Do you ever see a guy online on your Facebook and Twitter take a selfie without a shirt on? It's the creepiest damn thing you ever see. Never have seen that. No. Or like a video no. with a shirt off. Haven't seen it. Creepy. You get that? I have seen. You know, I, I, no one's sending me these things. Okay. I'm just saying occasionally you'll see a guy Mm -hmm. posting a selfie without a shirt on and i'm thinking that makes you look like a level three sex offender i mean maybe i'm going a little far on that one it just you know perception is reality and i'm just saying certain things you should not be doing put your shirt on taking a selfie put a shirt on Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's a i don't even care if it's a tank top just put it on something anything put it on there you go now it's 857 with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102.